morning, and thank you for joining me once again as we uh, have been thinking together uh, about uh, the events uh, that led to the crucifixion of our Lord Jesus Christ and the celebration of his uh, resurrection uh, that we repeat each year on a, a holiday, a day, a Sunday uh, that's called Easter. I'm not sure that's the greatest name for what we celebrate, but uh, uh, we know that what we're celebrating is the resurrection of our Lord, so it's appropriate to call it Resurrection Sunday. And so we're looking at the final week of Jesus' life and uh, all of the controversies that uh, uh, reached uh, the peak of the hostilities of, of the enemies of the Lord uh, through the course of that week, and we're sort of following them through. So we're in Matthew chapter 22. We're going to read verses 15 through 22 in just a moment. Again, the Gospel of Matthew chapter 22, beginning in verse 15 as the religious leaders are trying to entrap Jesus. Uh, they're trying to get him to say something by which either they can turn the people against him or bring some type of indictment uh, to the Roman authorities uh, through which they would indict him and uh, execute him. And so there, by executing him, uh, he would be uh, uh, removed uh, from their midst and would no longer be a problem. And of course, the irony of that is it is by their uh, scheming and devious plan uh, that uh, he becomes the greater problem because the one whom they saw to it that he would be cru crucified is the one in that crucifixion atones for our sins and in his resurrection fully demonstrates for all to see that indeed he's exactly who he has claimed to be and all, and he is the one the Bible claims that he is. And so, uh, uh, and certainly those uh, religious leaders and Roman officials and the populace of the city of Jerusalem that uh, had knowledge of these events and were fully aware of what had happened in this miscarriage of justice and then the ultimate uh, uh, victory of God in raising his son, uh, should they fail to repent and believe, uh, they uh, are in uh, for great condemnation for rejecting this great testimony of God and His grace given in the gospel of His Son, Jesus Christ. So this controversy involves uh, taxes being paid to Caesar. And uh, there's a couple of things we can say that Jesus affirms the right of a civil government uh, to, to rule and to, to, to uh, legislate and levy uh, legitimate uh, taxes. Uh, but he, he also makes it demonstrably clear he is not a threat uh, to that earthly regime, uh, that as he will tell uh, Pilate that indeed he's a king, but it's a kingdom that's not a threat to Rome. It's a kingdom that's not of his world. And even Pilate in his spiritual darkness could perceive that Jesus did, never had in mind some type of earthly rebellion. So in verse 15 we read, then the Pharisees went and plotted how to entangle him in his words. And they sent their disciples to him along with the Herodians, saying, Teacher, we know that you are true and teach the way of God truthfully, and you do not care about anyone's opinion, for you're not swayed by appearances. Tell us then what you think. Is it lawful to pay taxes to Caesar or not? But Jesus, aware of their malice, said, Why put me to the test, you hypocrites? Show me the coin for the tax. And they brought him a denarius, and Jesus said to them, Whose likeness and inscription is this? And they said, Caesar's. And he said to them, 
and therefore render to Caesar the things that are Caesar and to God's things that are God's. Uh, when they heard it, they marveled and they left him and went away. So they don't really care what Jesus thinks about public policy, about taxation. All they simply want to do is get him to say something where they can twist it, take it out of context, whatever they've got to do. They can bring it uh, before the magistrates and they uh, can uh, prove that Jesus is a threat and have him uh, removed. And so they go to him and, of course, they flatter him and uh, they, they you know, say all of these nice things. You're a bold man. You're a courageous man. Uh, you don't uh, let uh, the, the tide of public opinion sway you. All of these types of, of uh, things. And they ask him a question about taxes. And Jesus sees through their duplicity immediately and just says, Why, what are you trying to do? You're a bunch of hypocrites. I, I, you don't care about what I'm saying in regards to taxes. But once again, he, uh, he does not say anything that they can use against him. He acknowledges the reality. Uh, there is a realm that belongs to, its, to this world. It has its sphere. It has its legitimate authority. And uh, to be sure, uh, we sometimes are very concerned about the uh, legitimate authority becoming illegitimate authority. Uh, but uh, that's another matter for another day. But here Jesus does affirm uh, that uh, the government has particular rights and duties and privileges uh, that they can uh, impose and enforce. But notice, we, we often forget, yes, render to Caesar what's Caesar's. But what else does Jesus say? Render to God, what is God? What what is God's? Our ultimate allegiance, our ultimate allegiance, our commitment, our uh, faithfulness to Christ and His kingdom always trumps any and all allegiance to the kingdoms of this world, and that's always been the truth. And it will always be the truth until our Lord Jesus returns. And so I pray that this is a blessing to your day. And I look forward to seeing you once again tomorrow.